and welcome to the Overflow Podcast. My name is Craig Booker. The title of this episode is Stagnation Through Behavior Modification. A lot of the material for this week's episode was inspired by Craig Rochelle's book, The Power to Change, Mastering the Habits that Matter Most. Note, I will talk a lot about mental health, but please note this is not a substitute for therapy or mental health care. I am not a counselor or physician. If you need help with mental health challenges, please find a qualified mental health professional. title of this episode is Stagnation Through Behavior Modification. In the last episode, we discussed why you do what you do. In this episode, we will talk about stagnation through behavior modification. Craig Rochelle says that behaviors never exist in a vacuum. The behaviors that show up in our daily lives have deeper roots. If you try to change your behavior without changing your identity, you'll pull, you're pulling up a weed without getting to the root. To ensure a weed that doesn't come back, you have to reach down and pull out what is not visible. Motivation and willpower are both limited resources you will quickly deplete. Behavior modification does not equip you with the power to change. So James Clear, uh, author of Atomic Habits, says it's hard to change your habit if you never change the underlying belief that led you to your past behavior. So in this section, one of the theories that they discuss is called cybernetics theory. And it, it talks about different orders or levels of changes. And so the first one is first order changes, which would be behavior modification. A second order change would be changing the way you think. Romans 12.2 of the NLT says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you'll learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Craig Rochelle says, to change what you do, you need, you need first to change what you think of you. So we have an exercise, and it says, if we look at our start and stop behaviors from a few weeks ago, write down the ways you have failed to change these behaviors in the past. So in past episodes, we discussed what are called start and stop behaviors. And, you know, these are behaviors we wish to start and ones that we believe we need to stop to become the person we are created to be. So this is saying if we look at our start and stop behaviors from a few weeks ago, write down the ways you have failed to change these behaviors in the past. So evidently, you've probably tried to change these behaviors at some point. And this is having you write down a list of why you think you failed at this. Uh, next, it says, consider how your past efforts were like pulling a weed up without getting at the root. And so we have to come to understand how we go about change matters. The way we have been approaching change isn't working. We must change the way we think about ourselves. Uh, in the workbook for the power to change, uh, there are a few quotes that I would like to read. It says, for as he thinks within himself, so he is. That's 
verse 23-7 of the New American Standard Bible. In other words, the thoughts running through your mind shape your perspective and attitude about who you think you are. Based on your life events, interaction with others, and most importantly, your responses, especially internally, you form a story that you tell yourself. When you're locked in on seeing and thinking certain ways, you lose sight of who you really are. Because or before you can embrace the truth of who God says you are, you can make the process easier by identifying your false identity. Beliefs and the uh, you can make the process easier by identifying your false identity, beliefs, and the ways they have undermined your previous plans of change. Think of it as cleaning out the old false self-beliefs in order to make room for what is true. Exercises one, two, and three in the power to change are a helpful start for growing in self-awareness. But if you want to go deeper, it is important to understand how your toxic self your toxic self-thoughts were planted how they've been reinforced and taken root, and how they bloomed into false beliefs about your identity. With this as your goal, it's time to do some thought weeding. All right, uh, 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 5 in the NLT says, we are human, but we don't wage war as humans do. We use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons, to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning and to destroy false arguments. We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture the rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. Uh, so we have this idea of a thought journal. It says, jot down any thoughts that negatively impact the way you see yourself. There's no right or wrong way to do it as long as you're able to record thoughts that prevent you from seeing yourself the way God sees you. Start in the morning when you wake up and check in with yourself. Go beyond how you're feeling and any expectations for that day. Instead, notice what you're telling yourself about yourself. Record the time and any details related to your false thinking. For instance, you might note Tuesday, 8.45 a.m., just spilled coffee on my shirt while getting in my car thought, I'm so clumsy, I never do anything right. Or Friday, 10.22 a.m. in the break room after team meeting, thought, my coworkers think I'm overweight, so I might as well have another donut. For now, we are just trying to record your thoughts along with the time and circumstances around them. We'll come back to this later. That's all for this episode. If you would like to receive updates about future episodes of Overflow, head over to overflow.community slash subscribe. Remember, no one should face anxiety or depression alone. Join a growing community learning about brain health and following Jesus. For more information, head over to overflow.community slash connect.